Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to Dyslexia Devoted, the podcast dedicated to building awareness, understanding, and strategies to help those with dyslexia. I'm your host, Lisa Parnello, dyslexia therapist and founder of Parnello Education Services. Join me as we dive into today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Well, hello, old friends and new listeners. I'm glad to have you back again. Do you think in pictures or words? I definitely think in words, sometimes a little too many of them. Welcome to episode 43 of Dyslexia Devoted, and today we're talking about how some people with dyslexia think in pictures instead of words. This week's podcast is brought to you by Little C. Little C is a fourth grade student of mine, and she picked this week's episode for you. My kids have loved knowing that I talk to other people about dyslexia, and so they like to get in on the action and inspire some ideas for me. So before we get into this week's episode, I had a couple of requests to turn my dyslexia course for parents into a course for teachers and educators. So if this is something that you are interested in, please go to parnelloeducation.com forward slash educators and add yourself to the wait list so that if I see that there's enough people who are interested, I will happily make an educator course for you. So for today's episode, this is actually my second podcast recording today because I'm actually guesting on some other people's podcasts in the next couple of weeks. So whenever I have more information for the exact date, I will share them with you. But so far today, I've actually already done a whole podcast interview that you get to listen to later on, on another podcast, if you would like to check out a new one. So I'll let you know more details about that after we finalize the air date on that one. So this one is going to be from the heart. Usually I have a little bit of a outline or a script that I follow of the main points I want to cover with you. But today, since this is inspired by a kid, we're going to do it kid style of saying what we're thinking about. Dyslexia is a language-based learning difference. And one thing that is really hard for people to understand is what does that mean? It means that it's the way their brain processes language and the words that they're using. And so sometimes kids with dyslexia and adults, I suppose, think in pictures actually and not words. Words are not their go-to for when they're trying to think about information sometimes. And so today's episode, I wanted to share a few examples of that. So this was originally inspired by Little C. Little C loves bouncing into my office and telling me about her day or her week or whatever's going on in her life. But the thing is, when she goes to tell me about it, do you know what the first thing she does? She runs and grabs my whiteboard marker and draws it out. She'll use her words too and talk to me, but when she can't find the right words, she'll draw me a picture to show what she means. Because that's what her brain goes to first. She thinks about the pictures of what does it look like before she thinks about the words of what is it that we're saying. And 
I call her little C because there is another C. I've got a lot of kids with very similar initials and names this year, actually. This got me thinking about another C that I have. So big C, whenever I talk to her, there's usually a lot of doodling involved as well. And I was trying to ask her something and she said, well, yeah, I think in pictures too. I don't think in words. I can like see it. I can see how it all goes out. So in my mind, I can see how everything is all laid out and how it all works together. She actually envisions her thoughts of what a concept is more than she actually thinks about it in words. So that was the inspiration of this week's episode. Is that helping people realize that sometimes kids with dyslexia, it's not that they don't understand. It's that they don't know how to communicate their understanding. The words are all in their head, but they don't always come out like they should. This actually got brought up earlier this week when an educator came to me saying that one of my students was having trouble comprehending. And I found that kind of hard to believe because this student is very smart. So that student struggling to understand things made me wonder what she meant by the fact the child was struggling. It turned out it was more that the student didn't know how to explain their understanding because the student thinks in pictures. It doesn't always come out in words. So if you ask a question about the text, it doesn't easily come out in the form of words. So it sounds like the student doesn't understand what's happening when really they're just having a hard time explaining their understanding because that requires a lot more words. And sometimes the words are what mess up kids with dyslexia. It's not just about the reading. Kids with dyslexia often struggle with the words in their head as well. They can't always find the right word. The proper terminology is word finding. And they have all these ideas, but they can't always pull out the word quickly and easily to talk about it. There was one year I was working with a girl and we were reading a book together, but the stories we're reading are decodable stories, meaning that they're controlled so that only words that we've taught them how to read are included in the story. So sometimes in those earlier levels, those stories are a little weird because you have to leave out really important words and you have to use some inferencing to figure out what they're talking about because they can't write that word on the page because it doesn't follow any of the patterns that we've taught them so far. So we're reading this story about a kid who's playing a game and there's a a bat and a ball. And so the girl, I ask her, so what game are they playing? Because they couldn't use the word baseball. We hadn't learned silent E yet, so they couldn't put in the word base. So as we're reading the story, I say, okay, tell me about the sport that they're playing. And her answer was, she pantomimes somebody hitting a baseball along with the sound effect of the bat hitting the ball. And she was actually more easily able to pantomime and think about how to act it out before she could actually think about the word baseball. For her, it made so much more sense to envision it and act it out than it did to come up with the words. For me personally, I'd have to think a minute to figure out how would I pantomime the game of baseball. I couldn't just do that quickly faster than I can think of the word baseball. That's not the way my brain would work. But sometimes for kids with dyslexia, they think about what it looks like first. They think about what's happening in that moment before they actually think about the words to describe that. This isn't everybody, obviously. I'm sure there are plenty of people with dyslexia who actually think in words, but it's something to point out that not everybody does think in words because often we think that the way we think is the way everybody thinks, when really that's not it at all. Some people think in a totally different way, and that's part of what dyslexia is, thinking and processing in a totally different way. So before we assume that kids don't understand something, sometimes we have to think about how they understand it. Do they understand what it looks like? Or do they understand the words that describe it? What can we do to support that effort? So when I started talking about little C earlier, she draws out what she wants to say. So she found a way to communicate. She uses her words and I sometimes will help give her new words so that she can better describe it in actual words. So she will describe it the best she can as she doodles it out. 
and then I will help provide her some of the words to better describe it in detail using actual audible vocabulary, not just images on a whiteboard. Having dyslexia means doing things differently sometimes. And this came up this week also with Big O. When she logged into our weekly little Zoom session, she told me about how she was really excited about her history teacher because her history teacher decided to change the way he gives her tests. He decided that giving multiple choice questions and the formatting of the current testing situation wasn't working for her. He could see through her essays she had a better understanding of the concepts than what it was looking like on test scores. So he actually changed the format of her testing so that she can explain her knowledge in different ways, such as taking oral exams where he can ask a question and then she can explain it to him in another way. Because then that way if she gets plenty of time to just talk it out, then she can explain her knowledge so much better than the confines of the way the test was written. The way kids with dyslexia think doesn't always match the way school is measuring information and knowledge. So sometimes kids have a much better understanding than we think they do. Now, there is definitely a distinct possibility for some kids they really aren't comprehending. Some of those kids are not comprehending because they are really struggling to read the words. Sometimes they aren't comprehending because they don't have the right vocabulary. So we do need to facilitate all of these things as well. We need to keep working on vocabulary development. We need to keep working on helping them explain their thoughts and words because we do need to speak in life. That's actually part of normal communication is to be a good, well-thought-out communicator and to get your point across. Because sometimes if you can't get your point across, people don't know just how smart you are and how knowledgeable you are. So we do need to help foster in that skill development of building in the vocabulary, of building in ways to give our thoughts in words, not just in pictures. For this week, I really just want to focus on the fact that people think differently, especially people with dyslexia. Sometimes they do think in words, but sometimes they think in pictures and ideas and concepts and having the big ideas and that out-of-the-box thinking that can take them so far in life. And we also have to embrace it, help them understand that that's pretty fantastic that they can envision where things are going and what's going to happen next, because they can see that great big picture of how it all comes together. And we have to help encourage our students and people around us to utilize those strengths. What can you do in life using that talent of seeing the big picture in your head or drawing out the picture? Because there are a lot of different talents that are needed in this universe. People can become illustrators. They can create companies. If you have the big idea and you can see where it's all going to lead, that can turn into some pretty fantastic things in life. Or if you're an illustrator, you can bring somebody else's words to life by showing the picture of what does that look like. And so we need to foster the strengths that can come with thinking a little bit differently. This week is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode than normal because, like I said, I was just recording an entire podcast interview before I jumped onto this recording for you today. So this is just going to be a nice little short and sweet one. And I figured it's nice to mix it up between some of the scripted episodes and some of the speak from the heart kind of ones. And I've gotten some great feedback when I share some of the kids' stories. So I will try to keep them coming for you and balance out a little bit of... I'll keep them coming and try to balance it out with a little bit more of those instructional kind of podcast episodes and these happy from the heart episodes because I've had some of the parents tell me how much they greatly enjoy hearing the stories of some of these real kids. That's it for today. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to learn even more about dyslexia, check out parnelloeducation.com forward slash courses. See you next time.